Dan's Driving Double Feature presents A Spooky Minute Spent in a Ghost House, Episode 21. This is a minute-by-minute podcast um, featuring me, Dan, your host, your main person here, talking and talking. And we're covering Spookies and Ghost House, two fun haunted house-esque movies from the second half of the 80s. And uh, this round, the, the 21s, I'm also doing two podcasts at the same time, minute-by-minute, 70s Friends of Frankenstein, and Howling 2 and 7-2. And for the 21, 21st episode of each, covering the 21 minutes of all these movies, I'm trying to be as concise as I can. So let's dive right in. Spookies, they're partying. Duke is kind of being a jerk. Um, and the minute ends with um, what the mook, Mookie, the, the hand puppet handing the guy who has the bad allergies a um, handkerchief. Listen to this. This time... We must play the game perfectly. When all of the pawns have been sacrificed, we will win our queen back again. Duke has issues keeping focus. He finds this gorgeous, um, I would call it a planchette, um, in a in this beautiful box um, that f- sort of flies out of his hand. And that one sort of weird woman picks it up, and she's the one who's talking there. And uh, the weird to me is it odd or something? Is it worth money? What's behind this door? <laughs> Why are my pants so tight? Why does it hurt when I pee? It's Duke is um, you know the the minute begins with um, the guy taking the handkerchief from Mook. And, and the woman there, who I don't think we really heard speak much yet, um, kind of gives a really goofy look. That, so, so it cuts yeah, to the old guy, and the old guy has kind of the cat man is sort of at his feet like a cat. And the old, the old man is kind of waving his cane at a chessboard as he speaks. Uh, you know, maybe his makeup isn't the most convincing, or maybe his accent isn't the most convincing. But it is interesting in that watching, like, Mook, and there's a quick shot of, you know, Mook with a mouthful of popcorn and, you know, Mook's controller there looking wide-eyed and Duke acting the way he's acting and the guy looking at the camera and that lady making a wacky face. It's funny because the directors of... That this footage, which is the original footage, sort of always put down the other footage, the stuff with Billy and the Catman and the bald guy and and the um and the young woman, um, but I'll be honest, the the Billy stuff was far creepier and more convincing than this stuff. The Billy stuff, sort of out in the woods and sort of in that really creepy birthday room, is far more convincing than this room, which is in the house somewhere, but looks like it could be a set. And these, these folks are kind of goofing it in a way that Billy and that creepy guy and the cat man and the others weren't. So it's, um, like the, these, these folks, these folks here in this room, that these, these, the two carfuls of people, they're going to get the bulk of the fun effects that we're going to encounter. Trust me, they'll be here soon. I know, I know what you're saying. Dan, the movie's, the movie's 85 minutes and change. We're 21 minutes in. Stuff will happen. Stuff will happen. Don't worry. It's about to happen. You can hear the eeriness in it. The planchette hit the floor. And it's really a cool-looking looking thing. And that box is cool, too. I'm surprised they haven't, like, um, 
made like limited edition versions of those that you can buy and like put on your shelf or something like that. I wouldn't buy it myself, but I know there would be people that would buy it. Yeah, it is. That's the strangest thing I realize about this minute. So, so the eeriness is beginning, and the planchette is there. And something's clearly going to happen shortly, because the old guy and the cat man are what sort of watching over them, as implied that they, I, I guess, they are under the ground out in the cemetery. But they're they've got some sort of, um, he's got some sort of ability to see them, and exactly what they're doing. He's the they're the pawns that will bring the queen, the the young woman in the coffin to life. But it is funny that the, the actual stuff that is the stuff that is denigrated, the second round of stuff, is the stuff that's denigrated and kind of put down. But at this point in the movie, it's far more interesting than these kind of boring people standing in this boring room being boring. Um, the, the only thing interesting about them was that you wondered why they were all together. Now we know why they're all together. Now we know why they're all together. Because... Um, uh, because, yeah, the, the one woman, these were all her friends are growing up, and presumably those other two well-dressed people are friends of her and her boyfriend, her husband, or whatever, and they, they all came along to this thing, maybe thinking they have a good time, and things didn't go well. And they went from maybe a party they were hosting to now a party the Duke's in charge of, and this party's kind of dumb. Eh. So, but but it is, it is interesting, like, yeah, because at this moment, in the film, the secondary stuff is, I think, superior to the um, the uh, the main stuff, the stuff that we're kind of supposed to love. Um, although, although, yeah, like like when I first watched it, and I didn't know the history behind it. I preferred the stuff with the creepy old guy and Billy too. I thought it was scarier. These were goofy people that I was hoping something fun would happen to soon. Um, but I I know it does, so so I'm good with it now. But um, yeah, it's interesting. We're just watching it minute by minute by this, like this. And then it never quite occurred to me that the secondary stuff might, at times, be much better. And I, I and and there, when we get to the end of the film, there is a sequence that um, is the secondary stuff that I think is probably maybe the, one of the best scenes in the film. Maybe not. Maybe the best scene in the film. I don't know. But we'll get to that when we get to that. Let me stop talking. Being concise. Ghost house. Um, they are. Um, Martha and Paul are going up that windy um, circular staircase that looks um, like it doesn't really go anywhere, but it'll go somewhere. Listen to this. So they get up to the top of the staircase, and we don't actually see them going to the top of the staircase. They just sort of appear 
from behind a wall they find a radio the guy fiddles with it then all of a sudden someone with like a poker in his hand and white sneakers goes up the staircase towards them and it turns out it's another guy like them and yelling over at them and they look startled for a moment i mean martha always looks startled paul doesn't paul looks startled for a second and then he's like um and then he gets his composure together and she gets her composure together and and um and martha has some good faces as she's looking at the um at when they realize that like they they traveled all this distance and it looks like it's someone goofing around with a ham radio up in this the attic of this abandoned house uh again it's tough to tell because when you try to look out the window in the background it's all it's all really bright there's like a piece of tape or something across part of it it's all a little too um it's a little too dark to to it's a little too bright to see exactly what's going on it, it, it's funny because I, I i the 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 guy comes up the steps like maybe 15 20 seconds after they go up the steps maybe 30 let's say let's say a minute let's say 30 seconds of a minute after they go up the steps he's going up the steps and um he must have seen them right i mean it can't be you know it's like it's it's some guy and some gal you know and he's gonna he's gonna go after them with a poker you know i mean it's it's uh they're probably not from there they seem to be around the same age they're probably not like someone from the city or something come down to find out why these people are here or something like that and of course you're gonna have to wait to find out when he says we were just looking for eh. but the nice thing is that they're hopefully the next minute won't be more creeping around because yeah this is them walking in the room finding the thing looking at the thing guy goes up the steps da 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 you think maybe something creepy is going to happen the sneakers kind of give it away i don't know somehow i mean unless it's like the mix of like having the poker in one hand and wearing those sneakers kind of say like this is probably not a threat you know, if if there were like grotesque, misshapen feet, or or if the sneakers were dripping blood, you know, or if or if the poker was searing red hot, that would be one thing. I, I'm calling it a poker. I don't think it doesn't look like a knife to me. Um, um, but uh, I do like at the end of the minute over in the far right um, behind the guy with the poker or whatever it is. There seems to be some Christmas decorations there that's fun that's like that's that's like in dark side of midnight when the two detectives go into the attic to try to find the creeper and there's that old there's an old styrofoam santa face which is so covered with dust and muck it looks like an almost evil gargoyle face but then when you realize it's santa's like oh santa needs a wash um but yes yeah so they're there they found the thing and um there i I guess we're going to learn now what um what these people are doing there um, what they know about the recording that was traced to here. And that's that's really about it. I mean, look at how concise I'm keeping it. There's not really much to say about this, though, because um, we will find out who this guy is, and we'll find out hopefully more in the next minute. But this minute is sort of... I mean, the main thing for me was watching how they were going to do the spiral staircase thing. And the two of them, like I said, came out from behind a wall, and this other person, you see him going up the staircase, then suddenly the camera's like over shoulder. Or is it over shoulder? Let me give me a second. Give me a second. I'm sorry, I didn't write it down. Oh no, it's not over shoulder. He he um, we're we're looking at Martha and Paul from the area of of where um the staircase would be, and suddenly he comes into the right side of the frame. So presumably he came up the steps. It's weird because when they go up the steps, you heard at the beginning there were lots of creaks and things like that. They don't hear any of that. There's no creaks, and it's not like. 
it's not like um, Paul's got the uh, the radio cranked or anything like that. I've just stopped to listen. He doesn't have the radio cranked or anything like that. So it, it um, the fact that we heard them, I, I was actually going to say that when I actually wrote a note, boy, they're loud. Going up those steps, they're pretty loud. And that, I mean, that guy gets there right after they get up there. So he must be really close to them, following them through the place to see what they're up to. And then when they go right up to, they seem to go right up to the ham radio, that's when he becomes a little worried. We'll find out why he might become a little worried in the next minute. But I think, I think, I think this was concise. Was this not? Was it too concise, though? Uh, we'll find out. We'll see. I'll listen. You guys listen. You, you come back to me. Tell me what you think. But, um, yeah, that was the end of episode 21 of a Spooky Minute. Spent in a ghost house. And next time, um, we'll find out what's behind that door that Duke wants to get into. And we'll learn about this guy um, with the white sneakers. Talk to you then.